This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is a Monday, March 21st. 2022. Make sure you're following the show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast provider and never miss a show. Today we have a very special guest. Siobhan Dorsey is an accomplished fashion designer and the 2020 winner of the Big Find mm-hmm. on MSN. The Big Find is a national search on M- on HSN, mm-hmm. which finds America's top talent. After her win, she partnered with the mega retailer to meet the fashion needs of women all over the USA through her designs. Her clothing line is now sold on HSN, which reaches over 80 million homes through its through its uh, on television and online shopping network. Prior to her success with HSN, she was the first plus-size designer to be selected for Macy's Chicago Fashion Incubator program in 2011, which was the catalyst to her designing career. Siobhan believes that women should be respected regardless of their size and should be celebrated through her beautiful designs. Let's welcome Siobhan to the show. Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, my God. I'm fine. I'm doing great. How are you? I am good, and I'm so excited to talk to you because I know you've been super busy lately. Oh, my gosh. And it's just been crazy. I was like, I have got to get on this call. I just got off of another, you know, like a Zoom call, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's 528. Oh, my God, it's 529. I'm like, Shanice, (laughs) I am coming. I am here. (laughs) So let's talk about Let's talk about before you even got into fashion. What were you doing professionally before you decided to become a fashion designer? Yes. Well, I went to Indiana University. I graduated in 98. My degree has nothing to do with fashion. I always try to say that because I want to encourage women, if they want to do something, go ahead and do it, regardless of whether they have, you know, the skills or education or not. But I was in medical sales. So I was, um, I had a plethora of physicians that I sold uh, services to. Um, it was actually, uh, what do you call it, diagnostic testing services. And I had a kind of doctor that I was selling those services to for a medical diagnostic testing company in Chicago. And that was my career for several years um, before getting into fashion design. Now, when you decided you wanted to get into fashion, were you already um, skilled in that area? Did you have to go take classes? How did you start it, um, making that transition? Yes. Well, for me, you know, they say that, you know, when you see something that you desire and you don't see it, you create it. And I would always go to the stores or I would try to go to boutiques, and I was always a size 14, 16. I, I've never been a skinny girl. No shame to my skinny girls. God bless you. 
I just don't know what that is like. And um, I just started to just sketch. You know, I just thought, you know, I would go to the store. I didn't see what I wanted. And I started to sketch what I wanted to see. And it's so funny. One of my followers came over, and she said, what are you doing with this? She's an actual professional model. And she said, what are you doing with this? And I'm like, girl, I'm just sketching. I'm just, you know, drawing things that I would like to see. And at the time, I was thinking maybe I would go to a tailor and have something made. And she's the one that encouraged me and said, Siobhan, you need to really, really do something with this. People would wear these. People would actually wear this. And I just started to do my research. I started to look things up. I started to connect with different organizations in Chicago that could support what I was trying to do. And, I, you know, it, it's funny because the more that you dive into something, the more that it starts to serve you back. And that's really what happened. I mean, and not overnight, obviously. <laughs> I launched right. my line in 2007. That's how long this has been. Wow. And then when you first launched, you were exclusively plus size. Now, why was this market um, something that you were so passionate about? Yes, you're so right. I was exclusively plus size when I first started. That was um, something that I wanted to to go into because I was a full-figured girl, and I knew what it was like being full-figured and trying to shop and not find what you really wanted. So I wanted to try to serve a market that was severely underserved at the time and really just show some love to my curvy girls out here because I'm like, hello, I am you and you're me. And, you know, people say, oh, we're not the same. You know, that's the whole thing. We are not the same. I'm like, well, actually we are. We're all human. We all are human. We all are curvy women. We all want to feel beautiful and be at our best. I think there's more similarities than there are differences. And so I wanted to focus on one similarity, and that was fashion for the plus size woman. Now, you were selected by Macy's Chicago Fashion Incubator Program in 2011. So was that the first big break for your clothing line? Yes, that was huge to me. Like, it was such an incredible blessing because, I think that year, over 120 designers submitted, and the program itself only selects six designers per year to be in this year-long program, and I was the first designer that they've ever allowed for plus-size women. So it was very significant. It was such a game-changer for my career, and it taught me so much. I actually left my corporate job and just kind of lived off my savings and lived very, very humbly, you know, so I could really focus on that because it was a year long and um, I wanted to give it all my attention that it really required and that it deserved, you know what I mean? So did that put your clothing in Macy's in Chicago? Yes. So what we did in the program, Macy's really, really supported what we did. We actually had office space on site at Macy's. We connected with a lot of the merchant managers, some of the buying team. Um, It wasn't promised or guaranteed that your line would actually be in Macy's, but we were able to sell our clothes at different trunk shows, different private events on the actual sales floor at Macy's. And that was very significant because they would pay attention to how things did how they were, and really learn from us as emerging designers. So um, outside of it being, you know, kind of like a test 
thing for them. It was also a really good learning environment for us as, as emerging designers. And it was just tons of fun, tons of fun. I learned so much. You know, most people go to school for design, so I had to work extra hard and do a lot more on the back end, burning late-night oil, so I could understand things that they had went to school for, but that, you know, I didn't. And so, so I feel like when you, you quit your corporate job and you became a fashion designer full-time at this point, what obstacles did you have um, becoming a full-time designer? Because I imagine your whole life changed <laughs> from your, your lifestyle, your your budget, yes. everything changed. Yes. <laughs> it needs everything, you know, like with a capital <laughs> E, everything, okay? Like, first and foremost, like, if you want something bad enough and you go after it, you keep putting energy in a certain place, something's going to grow, something's going to snap, something's going to give, something's going to happen. And that's what I kept in the back of my mind. My lifestyle changed dramatically. Well, for one, you know, when you're in corporate America, you're used to your every two-week check or, you know, you're used to your all of the things that corporate America provides, which is great, but I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy until I learned quickly that money isn't everything. It's nice. It helps. And it definitely can change your life. But if, if you're not passionate about what you're doing and it's not serving you, then why are you doing it? And so that was those are some of the things that kept me going, kept me motivated. I spent less. Um, I actually started taking more public transportation because I gave up my car, you know. Um, oh, wow. I remember I was in sales. So I had, yeah, I had a company car, so I didn't have to worry about having a car, so I gave that up. Um, I lived very humbly. I cooked more. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you know, all those things we need to do to kind of, like, conserve costs. And it was it was a very humbling um experience, which I'm super thankful for because it, it really gave me the grassroots. One thing I used to do, Shanice, a lot when I lived in Chicago, um, which is very different from today, I used to do a lot of trunk shows. And I had a, a lot of professional Chicago women. They would get their girlfriends or their colleagues together, and they would invite me in their living room. I would bring my garment rack. And, you know, and that was back then where people were still writing checks. You know, <laughs> and you weren't afraid they would bounce. It's just, it was just that trust factor there. You know, we didn't have, um, what is it, like PayPal Square Up. So, you know, it wasn't that, you know, at least I wasn't using it. Um, and I sold my designs directly to these women. It was a beautiful experience for me because I was able to connect. I was able to, to see who they were. You know, it's different. You know, everyone loves selling stuff online. If you're a merchant, of course, you are, like, ringing in the new year, like, if you sell something, right? But when you can actually hand that item to that person because they tried it on and they are in love with the dress or the pants or the shirt or whatever it is, you sold them such a beautiful connection. And I was very, very successful at it in Chicago. And I think it's because I was passionate about who I was selling to. It was fun. It was fun. Now, along the way, you relocated as well, right? I sure did. I sure did. I made Dallas, Texas my home, and I have not looked back since. Um, after completing the program, Shanice, I somehow people talk and, you know, things start to gain a buzz. 
I started getting more orders from women in the South, which I thought, well, what's going on in the South, you know? And I noticed I started getting more orders from women in Texas, Atlanta, you know, Florida. It's just really interesting. And I wanted to kind of gain a better understanding. And so my sister had already lived here for several years, and she just swore up and down that I was coming to Texas at some point in my life. I didn't know that I was going to move here, but when I came here the few times to visit her, I fell in love. And, I mean, let's be real, Texas is a beautiful place to be. It's a great place to be for business and the weather, of course. So, let's be real, I I was done with snow. (laughs) I was over the snow. (laughs) And so do you think being in the South really helped your business expand? I do. I really do. Something that is so beautiful and unique about the Southern culture, I think, for one, the food down here is incredible, okay? But one thing I noticed, and and not that women up north don't have this, but I noticed it really big here in the South, women are very comfortable with their bodies in the South, and they are – it's almost as if this is how we're made. This is who we are. And, no, I'm not trying to be a size two. I'm a happy 22, and, oh, by the way, can you dress me? And I, I love that, and I got that boldness and that that self-love factor big time in the South. Again, not to say that it wasn't in Chicago, because I had a lot of women in Chicago that, too, were very comfortable in their sizes. But I noticed that women in the South loved color. And I was kind of a neutral kind of girl. I, I did a lot of designs and neutrals back in the day. I had some color stuff, too. But something about the women in the South is very, very welcoming and supportive. And it just drew me here. And it's been a beautiful ride, a beautiful ride since I've been And you've been thriving in the South. And then this HSN competition comes about. <laughs> so tell me yeah. how you – Enter this competition. Oh, my gosh, Denise, this is so funny. So I was, I've always been a big fan of HSN because my mother was. She shopped on HSN and still does, okay, for years. And I would dibble and dabble a little bit. I bought a few things, but as I got more mature, I started saying, I like this. For one, I always loved the service. And then I liked the fact that, that, you know, they had the flex pay. They had all these things that I thought was pretty cool. So they were having this contest, and these talks a big find. And, again, one of my sororers, she said, Siobhan, you should try out for the big find. And I'm like, girl, are you kidding? It's patient. Yeah, like, they're super big. I mean, we're talking like a multi-billion-dollar company. You know what I mean? And all over the country. Um, and she said, just do it. You never know. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. I, I should just do it because you don't know. And I did. I sent my application in, Shanice. It, and you know, you know how it is. Big ships move slow. So it's not like I heard from them the next day. It was weeks before I heard from them. Um, and then I finally got a call back, I think maybe a couple months later or something like that. And they wanted me to come down to Florida because they're headquartered in uh, Florida, Clearwater, Florida. Fly down there. I presented my line to um, the the merchant team, and then they gave me what you call, which is a big ticket. A big ticket is like a big entrance to the next level. That then gave me an opportunity to present the line to the buyers, and they loved it. And so from there, that's where it pretty much all started. Now, apart 
is a part of winning this competition help with manufacturing your clothes? Because I imagine um, HSN moves lots and lots of pieces daily. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's all factored into it. Um, you can either use your own manufacturer or you can choose to use theirs. It just made so much more sense for me to go with theirs or the one that they recommend, let's say. But um, it just made way more sense just from a business standpoint, efficiency, uh, product knowledge, relationships. And so that way I can now really just focus on designing and being passionate about what I love, which is serving women. Now, how has your brand evolved since partnering partnering with HSN? Because now you have all sizes, right? Not just plus sizes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That is that was the one uh, first factor. Yes, is that my, my size chart has expanded greatly, which is awesome. Um, but also, my brand has evolved because there it's it's very diverse now. Um, of course, obviously, I'm an African American woman. Being in Chicago, um, most of my clients were African American. I did have women of other uh, other cultural backgrounds, but you know, but with HSN, that allowed me to open up my platform to tons of other women, and and that's been very beautiful. I start to see now more than ever how much we really are alike, you know, just in terms of our, our our challenges of shopping, what we want to look like as women. Also, another thing, as I've partnered with HSN, that's happened is more people are, like, they are going to my website, <laughs> which is great, you know. Um, so I always want women to, to know who is Siobhan Dorsey and what does she stand for. And that helps me a lot, significantly. How does it affect your price point? Um, does partnering with them make your clothing cheaper now when, you do, yes, when you're just an indie designer? It makes it much more affordable. It does, and that's a beautiful thing. When I was uh, designing on my own, my price point was higher. Um, and, of course, as you know, with anything, you know, where there is um, – where there's a greater volume, then obviously price can be more competitive. So that's helped me be able to open, you know, my clothing line up to more women in different financial categories, different backgrounds and so forth, and it's made it more affordable, which means it's more accessible. And then you throw in that, that route card of the flex pay, you know, which really helps women if they want to get, you know, a few of my pieces, you know, they can pay a little now and then pay a little later, and it just makes it so much more comfortable financially. So do you have to create more collections now than you did previously? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, let me tell you, the designing does not stop. In fact, today is what, March the 20th? 2022. I'm working on, let me tell you, um, I have another collection coming out in April, okay, fall is done. Done with fall. We're done with fall of this year. I'm working now on spring of 2023. So the designing is, we're always like, you know, six to ten months ahead of what's taking place. Uh, so that means my designs have to keep coming. They have to keep coming. And I love that because that's the gift that God gave me, and that's how I can serve women. I think that's beautiful. So you do more than four collections a year? 
I do more designs than what you see all the time. So if you see 10 pieces, please believe I probably designed twice that or more. And they have to appreciate what goes out. Exactly. You know, and with anything, you're going to buy what you like or what you think is going to be good. And, and the others, maybe for a different time, or maybe you'll retweet that and revisit that. But, yes, exactly. I'm always over-designing, always. Interesting. So do you ever make <laughs> appearances on HSN? Can we see you on the television or just your clothing is on the television? Yes. Yes, Ms. Janice, absolutely. In fact, I am going to be on tomorrow, um, not tomorrow, yes, the 22nd, tomorrow, that is the 22nd, tomorrow at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. I'll be on air for a full hour revealing and showcasing my new collection for spring, and I'm so excited. And, yes, I actually have one, two, three, four, five more times where I'll be on air this week as well. And I always tell women if they ever want to see me, you can always either check HSN and go under, you know, who's coming up next, or you can go to my Instagram page, Siobhan Dorsey, or my Facebook, Siobhan Dorsey, or my Facebook business page, Siobhan Dorsey Design, Twitter, Siobhan Dorsey. I always put out there when I'm going to be on air like a day or two before. So are you flying back and forth to Florida, like, weekly? (laughs) No. You know what's funny? If it wasn't for COVID, Shanice, I would be. But because of COVID, they have changed all of, you know, the restrictions and how things happen. But I'm always broadcasting out of my home. Oh, so they do like Zoom now. Yes, 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 yep, they do. And so what's cool is, you know, it's a little more comfortable, right? But you got to make sure that the technical, you know, you know, you got everything in check, your lighting, all that kind of stuff. I actually did a little um, reel on Instagram because I had a lot of my queens say, what do you, you know, how are you broadcasting out here? And so I did a little, like, kind of like the behind the scenes of what, what I do to get ready. And I'll probably do that again because I think a lot of my queens are into that, which I am too. It's cool when you see what goes on behind the scenes so you know Wow, it takes all that to get ready. And it does take a lot, but I feel like my queens are worth it, and I'm having fun doing what I'm supposed to do, which is serving you all. Okay, so that's why you were telling me I got all the equipment, microphone, everything to to uh, do uh, an interview because you've been connected with yeah. HSN, so that's why you got everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's funny because I'm always talking to my husband. I'm like, you know, I think that we need to order this. There's different things like lighting because my house has a lot of natural sunlight in it. We get a lot of natural sunlight. And sometimes that can be unpredictable or it could be too much and it's just like, you know, so certain things I'm trying to figure out. But I'm on air different times of the day and the sun is different every minute of the day. You know, it's moving or the earth is moving. And so that sunlight is always changing. You know, it's funny, I'll be on tomorrow on the 22nd, 9 a.m. in the morning, and I'll be curious to see, like, how the sun kind of changes throughout my hour on air, you know. So I'm trying to find a place in my house where the sun doesn't affect it too much. (laughs) Right, right. You have to set up a little studio in your house. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So so do you – work with influencers and bloggers, or do you even have a desire to? 
Yeah, do you have time? <laughs> Girl, okay, that's the million dollars question. Do I have time? You know what? Yes, um, I want to. Yes, I'd love to. I just don't know in what capacity, you know, how every every um, influencer is different. And I haven't really had the time to research it so much just because, you know, working with HSN, it's, it's it's a wonderful, beautiful opportunity that God blessed me with, but it also requires a lot. Um, and so I want to make sure that I serve that capacity first, you know. And then as far as working with influencers, bloggers, I'm totally open to that, totally open to it, you know. Um, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Well, awesome. Because I don't think HSN doesn't really work with influencers or bloggers. I don't think they don't need it. They're on television twenty four hours a day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we're talking about over eighty million homes that they that they come to every day. So, it, you know, and that's why it's kind of like okay, like, and they are so supportive of what I do. I think that's the beautiful thing. They're a really great company. They love my brand. They love what I'm trying to do to, to serve women. It, it's, a very, um, it's a very good match for my brand, and that's why I think things are growing significantly. Shanice, this will be my, oh, God, this is my third collection with them. So um, still in the fire, you know, still in the fire. <laughs> So what is the ultimate oh, goal of your brand? Do you Are you going to just continue to work with HSN, or do you eventually want to go back to being an indie designer? That's an interesting question. It's, that's such a tough one to answer because HSN has opened up a lot of different opportunities that are probably premature right now for me to really, really um, – kind of discuss, but my goal ultimately from as a business owner, as a brand, and just as a woman is to serve and beautify other women as much as possible. You know, I feel like we as women, we do so much. We, we're mothers, we're teachers, we're authors, we're business owners, we're philanthropists, we're wives, we're girlfriends, we're aunties, you know, we're cooks. We, you name it, and we are pretty much it. But who are we to ourselves? And so I'm only one person that can affect millions of women, and how can I do that? And that's by sharing my gift. If I can make you feel better because of the dress, I can make you feel better. That means you'll do better. You'll think better. You act better. You are better. And if one dress can do that and impact a woman's life, then I'm going to always operate in that capacity. And that is to help beautify and serve women everywhere through my garments. That's my goal, however that happens. Well, that is awesome. So do you have anything else happening that we need to be on the lookout for? I know you're going to be on the air tomorrow but any anything yes. else we should know about? Yes. Yes, I'm actually going to be on air. Oh, i got to get my schedule because, you know, it's always like, oh, i got to get it right. Tomorrow for sure I'll be on at 9 a.m. And if you're not sure, you can always go to HSN and look up, you know, what your channel is. Um, and then I'll be again on the 23rd at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'll be on the 25th at uh, 10 o'clock p.m., so I'll be coming in this the night out, okay, the 27th at 10 a.m., 
and then the 31st at 8 a.m. And so far, those are, that's what I know for sure. Well, that is and so exciting. Thank you, Shanice. Thank you. And I'll be dropping this as another um, collection in April as well. So hopefully we can connect about that too. Yes, I'm so excited for you. And tell us your official website and your social media pages one more time before you go. Sure. It's, everything is Siobhan Dorsey. My website is SiobhanDorsey.com. It's S-H-A-V-O-N-N-E, Dorsey, D as in diamond, O-R-S-E-Y. And you can find me on Twitter under Siobhan Dorsey. Facebook is Siobhan Dorsey. Um, LinkedIn, Siobhan Dorsey. Everything is Siobhan Dorsey. Twitter. And what's the other one? TikTok. I'm on TikTok too now. So Are you? That too is, yes, isn't that surprising? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, trust me, it's real surprising, but I, I love it. It's so crazy, girl. I really enjoy TikTok. Like, it's a little addictive. Oh, my God. People are so creative on there. They really are. See, Janice, that's the thing. I came up in the era where that stuff didn't really, I think we had Facebook, and that was pretty much it. Right. So, you know what I mean? I think I'm in my mid-40s. It is what it is. So this stuff to me is like, oh, what's this? It's like new toys or something, you know? Right. Everyone can find me there. And I do want to mention, during the interview, you mentioned your sorority sisters help you a couple of times, but we never said what sorority. So give a shout-out to your sorority. (laughs) I will give a shout-out to my queens, my sororers of Alpha, Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. <laughs> yes, and I think I actually saw you did an interview on the AKA um, YouTube, didn't you? Girl, I think that was like back in the day, I think. Oh, my gosh, it's possible. I've done so many interviews. Like, I lose track sometimes. But, yeah, but always an AKA, always, always, I mean, those are my sororers. I, but you know what's funny, Shanice? When I was in Chicago, I had so many Delta customers. It was hilarious. That was kind of a running joke. They're like, you're the only AKA I want it from. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, all, it's all love. It is all love. It is all love. Oh, my gosh. Shanice, thank you so much. Yeah, well, thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. Any way I can support you, just let me know and continue success with everything you have going on. Thank you so much, and the same to you, and I appreciate your time and even interest in my business. I really do. All right, thank you, and enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Take care, Shanice. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And thank you to my guest this evening, Siobhan Dorsey. Make sure you support her on HSN and her fabulous clothing line. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to The Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.